Greetings and welcome everybody to another episode of Make Disciple Makers, where we seek to teach and obey all Jesus commanded us to do and to teach. My name is Alec. It's Brooke. I'm Ryan David Parker, the first. Hey, <laughs> and we're excited to be back at it. Um, last week we talked about dating. Whoa. Wow. We answered some of your questions and we really kind of gave a foundation for dating. And today we're going to keep on talking about dating and kind of just popcorn around and talk about some um, kind of the some practical uh, principles and concepts and, and some ideas when it comes to dating. And before we dive into some of those and and we just start having the conversation we wanted to kind of refresh and rehash the purpose of dating that we talked about last week i think ryan really said um that dating the, the purpose of dating today in our culture for a follower of jesus would be to determine whether or not uh the person that you're dating um is a potential spouse somebody right. that you can get married to, and uh, and ultimately have a God-glorifying marriage with. So the, the purpose is to determine those things. Um, and we also said um, that you probably shouldn't be dating unless you are ready to move that direction of getting right. married, which we also said would probably rule out high schoolers and middle schoolers. But if... Um, in conjunction with your parents, um, with with their blessing and with the mature understanding of what dating is, which is what we're trying to help you provide, then then there were some, you know, we answered those questions with that understanding. So we, we've now rehashed the purpose. Now what we want to do um, is to uh, just provide some kind of practical how-tos um, at, when it comes to dating and just some general wisdom that we've learned or experienced ourselves. Um, and we'll just kind of start the conversation there and, uh, and kind of popcorn around. So Ryan, what, give us, give us a, give us a thought, um, off the, the bat here. Yeah. So just to kind of piggyback off of, uh, last, last week's podcast, what we talked about, the, the statistics say that, um, for those dating in high school, um, there's a 2% chance that they'll be married. I know we talked about that. And um, I was curious about it, being the middle school pastor and all. And uh, so I looked it up. I Googled, all right, percentage of people dating in middle school that are married today. And Google just came back with LOL. Uh, there, there was Literally, there was no data on that. And I know it's happened. I know of one couple... You, yeah, you I know see, about one. You yeah. know about about one. <laughs> about uh, just one. Just rounds <laughs> up to one. one. Yeah, yeah, somewhere <laughs> around there, ballparking. Um, you know, and, and that's not to be discouraging at all. Hopefully that that is that helps to encourage. And so with with that data in mind, um, it, it's it, it's safe to say that if you are dating in high school, ninety eight percent chance uh, that won't be your spouse. So however you treat them and, uh, you know, whatever you do with them and everything like that, that's going to be someone else's spouse one day. Yeah. And, and so that, that's when you think of it in that, that way, it kind of 
broadens the picture a little bit and makes you think like, whoa, yeah, whatever we do right now is going to matter in my life and in their life Mm -hmm. for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. True. Okay, I wanted to talk about clarity Mm -hmm. in dating and just being clear with your intentions. And guys, I'll have y'all speak into maybe this a little bit, but... One of the greatest gifts in dating, I think, is clarity because it doesn't leave room for guessing. Mm -hmm. You're not sitting there wondering, oh, does this guy like me or is he just like flirting with me? No intention behind that. You know, what's going on here? Um, But to have a guy say, hey, Brooke, I like you. I'd like to get to know you. Will you go on a date with me? Mm-hmm. That has been one of the best things when guys do that because it's not, hey, you want to like hang out or you want to, you know, just this vague kind of thing. It's such a gift when it's just very clear, very upfront with the intentions. And it doesn't have to be this big deal. Someone I heard dating is like stepping off a curb, not a cliff, mm. you know? So it's just a small little step. It yeah. d- you're not asking for a ring or anything yeah. like that. But what do y'all what do y'all think I about like that? that? I don't know. Yeah. Why do guys do the, hey, you want to like hang out? Why do guys do that? Yeah, well, I think in our culture, our culture gives us so much mixed signals. And this is another topic. Uh, altogether, but you know, what is a man? You know, is is it the romantic, sweet, charming type, or is it, or is it the you know the tough, rough? Uh, I'm above everything, or is it the athletic, or the fun? You know, all these di- all these different stereotypes are thrown at us, but that also goes with characteristics and so how to pursue uh, women and what to do, and it's things that we see in the movies mm-hmm. and TV shows, mm-hmm. yet. Um, none of that really matters because we need to filter that through scripture. And so if you're trying to play hard to get, even if that works, your, your, your relationship started off through manipulation. Yeah. So that's the foundation of your relationship. Yeah. The, I've, I've heard it. Um, I was taught this in college. And I don't know where it originated from, but what you're talking about, that that guy that's not clear and upfront about the intentions and the direction from the beginning um, is, if he's not, it's what I've heard called a backdoor guy. So what you don't want to be is a backdoor guy that kind of just slides in the back door and is like, hey, I'm here. And it catches it catches you off guard like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing <laughs> here? Yeah. Like, but the difference is a front door guy mm. is going to knock on the front door. He's going to, there's, there's clarity there. There's, there's no doubt about where we are. I'm at the front door. I'm asking you, um, and I'm being clear about my intentions, and I'm up front. And I'm not like, you know, I'm not coming in with, with there's like this mysterious kind of like where are we headed, what's, what's going on here. So right. clarity from the beginning about the direction of the relationship is very important, but also clarity throughout. Yes. And and both people, guy and girl, both having a good understanding of what each other is feeling throughout the course of the relationship is so important. Yeah. And this yes. is where this is where uh, you know the kind of cliche about communication is key. You know, it really really does rain because it's true. It really does rain true. And um, 
I just remember that with Emily Claire and I when we were dating uh, through college, just for for me to know how she's feeling about whatever circumstances we're in or whatever we're going through and for her to know how I'm feeling about where we're at in the relationship, where we're headed in the situation and circumstances we're in, for there to be clarity there and not, I mean, just that communication is so key and is of utmost importance and it serves you well um, later down the road to um, if if the relationship leads to marriage. Right, and I I imagine the parents will really appreciate the kind of clarity yeah. as well that of that that front door guy that's right. up front oh, here's yes. these are my intentions um and you go no that's that that's not old school mm-hmm. that's uh, the right way to yeah, do it being a mature man <laughs> right yes. exactly yeah on a very practical level i'm just going to say this the best way to do that um, is in person face to face and if not go ahead and just pick up your phone and call her mm-hmm. don't try and slide into the dms mm. or send oh. her a snapchat yeah. or whatever yeah. um please don't do that i just had to throw that out that's there. good yeah take notes guys no bueno um all right one that i had and i i think i might have mentioned it last week just general practical wisdom is to is to not act like you're married. Hmm. Yep. And what I mean by that, and this is culturally, this is easier for teenagers to do now than it ever has been. Even when Emily Claire and I started dating in college, it really wasn't the thing to like text all the time. Um, and there certainly wasn't the type of like Snapchat and and constant communication and messaging and FaceTime, all of that really wasn't uh, a thing yet. But now it is. And so there's more danger than ever for you to start a relationship and then you go from zero to 100 real, real quick. quick. Mm. And, and then it's like, wait, what happened? All of a sudden now we only are talking with each other. We're only ever always texting and snapchatting each other and we're only ever always spending time personally with each other and then that's it Mm. and now all of a sudden you've cut off everybody else in your life uh which is not wise in anything especially in a dating relationship um and then also when you act like you're married meaning you know you do everything together you know you're you're constantly together you're um you know acting like you're married. Um, it, it it just does not lend well to a relationship ending if it needs to end. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, what's happened if you know all of your families are super involved and which which is not a bad thing, but whenever you know you you've been together and you spend all your time together, and now if if the relationship needs to end, it's really like I think we said last week it's almost like you're practicing divorce mm. um, because you've just you've taken your your relationship emotionally spiritually physically way too far too fast and then if it needs to end it's this horrible separation that just destroys everybody in its wake right so my the flip side of that my encouragement would be just to take your relationship very slow 
um, still have other people involved and speaking into your relationship, hang out in groups a lot. And Emily Claire and I's dating relationship was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But one thing that I look back on, and we were talking about this this morning that I thought was good, was that we really did take it slow in college because we knew that we there was no chance of us getting married until after we graduated. So we really had four years to get to know each other, to build relationships with other friends, to get them involved in our relationship. And that's what happened. And we just took it really slow. There were six months between us starting to hang out in groups before we became boyfriend and girlfriend. It was another few months, uh, you know, before we, we kind of really started going out on, um, like serious dates one-on-one. And so there was this progression there that we weren't acting like we were married from the get-go because we knew that that was further in our future and we wanted to kind of take our time. So, um, if possible, and that's more difficult now in today's culture, but that is the, I think, more wise thing to do. Yeah, Ryan, we were talking earlier, and you said something about uh, having friends involved in the relationship. What's the what's the thing that you jotted down about um, having ha- having other friends that love you and love Jesus, kind of speaking? Oh, into their yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, totally agree with everything you're saying um, about you know not disconnecting from your friends or maybe some other groups, but also. Um, for your boyfriend or girlfriend to encourage them to stay connected to their groups yeah. as well. So, you know, even now being married, um, you know, I'll still have my guy nights and then gr- Britta will go have her girl nights or lunches hey. or, or whatever it is. <laughs> um, you know, cause, cause we, we still need that time. And, and what can happen is if y'all isolate yourselves from everybody else, one, um, you're, you're keeping yourself back from a strong biblical connection, mm-hmm. not only for you to enjoy, but that you need, that we need brothers, um, girls, you need sisters that can come alongside you and they can speak life into you because they might be able to see some things that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And, and they might be able to come in and say, hey, we've noticed this or, or hey, we really miss you, you know? Um, and so you, you never want to, break that that tie from um, from your friends and and also if your friend or friends come in and say and, and and your whole friend group really doesn't like the person that you're with and your friend group is coming out of a place of humility and and, and surrender to the Holy Spirit and uh, and they're looking at your friend and they don't like them that's something you should probably take into consideration yeah. um, you know the the Lord could be using them and speaking through them to, to kind of get you to notice something there. Yeah. Yep, that's good. I, you two guys and your wives have been some of the greatest gifts to me in dating um, for all the reasons that you just listed. It's been, it's, it is a gift to bring community into your dating life because you never want yeah. to walk through that. That's a hard thing to walk through in isolation. I'm just going to mm. say that. Mm. Um, but like Ryan said, your friends that, one, yes, love Jesus and care about you are going to be able to notice, for better or worse, some things that maybe you can't see in your relationship or with this guy or girl that you're dating. Um, so, yes, bring your community in and yeah. don't isolate yourself from your friends. Yeah, because the thing about dating, 
um, is anybody can be anybody they want to be in a one-on-one setting if right. you don't know them. I can act any if I if I've never met you, I can act and put my put a, a facade on mm-hmm. and and I can be whoever I want to be for a certain amount of time. Um, but if I've got other friends that I love and that love Jesus, like Brooke is saying, around that are kind of involved in the process from the get-go we can kind of see through some of that stuff and you really start to see who that person is on a better level, not one-on-one from the start, but around other people and hanging out in groups of friends. Right. And that's where, you know, the attraction might, might start. Um, and Ryan, I think you also said something like this, uh, when we were talking earlier about, um, you know, about being in, in groups, having groups, um, stick together and, and to not, um, you know, I can't actually, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm thinking, <laughs> look, look through your notes. Yeah. Look through your I'm notes right now. Reading here. And, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. There, there's, you, there's you know just, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a couple of things. Um, and it kind of goes along with what we were just talking about, but watch how much time you're spending together. Right. So, but that's not just physically like guys, if, you're hanging out with your boys, but you're over there the whole time texting your girlfriend. Um, why are you even hanging out with the guys mm-hmm. at, at that point? Um, well, actually, no, I want you to hang out with the guys. <laughs> Put the phone down. You know, how much, you know, even if you're not with them, are you spending all the time FaceTiming or on the phone or and not with downstairs with your family at dinner or with your parents? You know, so we want to have a healthy balance of time. And the other person in the relationship one, uh, should understand that, but also you should encourage them to have a healthy balance of time, uh, spending in different pockets and different relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing I, I, we said, um, is that if you feel, and Britta said that this, this morning, it was good. If you feel that you need to hide something about your relationship to your friends, that's already a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red you know, bag. that's that, that's a bad sign. And, and in that, I would encourage that you would approach your friends in humility and, and confess that um, and, and will first confess to the Lord and go to him in humility um, so that there can be reconciliation and grace and forgiveness and also to help with accountability moving forward. Um, but you shouldn't need to hide anything, mm-hmm. um, which is also another reason why to be around your friends all the time. It's great built-in accountability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that openness, honesty, vulnerability that we want in community anyway, I mean, Mm -hmm. extends to to dating relationships as well. Great. This has been awesome. One one more topic that we want to take up, but not this time, is going to be boundaries in dating and wise practices in that. And when you hear that, you probably think of physical only, but we're talking about spiritual um, and just emotional mm-hmm. boundaries in general that are, can can help guide you in in your relationships. So we'll we'll take that up next time because that's a longer conversation. Um, yes, we hope Good this stuff. has been helpful for you and um, just some kind of practical wisdom, how tos. Remember, um, you know, kind of. Let the 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 base of what dating is, um, moving toward marriage, trying to discern that whether that you know, who that is, having community, in dating, and then like we said last week as well, 
like uh, Paul tells us in First Timothy to treat, um, you know, we're a family in yeah. Christ, so treat treat brothers and as brothers in Christ, sisters sisters in Christ, and um, and let that kind of be our our guiding um, principles. But uh, yeah, awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love it. We love y'all. Um, and we shall see you next time. Adios. Sayonara. Bye-bye.